the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. Welcome to tonight's Andrea K. Show. It is Friday Eve. Thank Jesus. Woo, yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you, Jesus, indeed. Thank you, Jesus, for this wonderful day we've had here today, this beautiful weather in San Diego. Thank you for my president, Donald J. Trump, who went back out there again today, being willing to sit down and participate in and be on the receiving end of a media hit job. I only saw a few minutes of uh, his half of the dueling uh, town hall, kind of like the old who who's ever been to those places where they got the dueling pianos going on? This was like, yeah, I see you in there. This is like the dueling piano show. Who hit the right notes tonight? Who hit who who played the song well that everybody wanted to sing along to? To use a really tortured analogy, I would love to hear from you guys. I, I, I'm assuming that the uh, Joe Biden town hall is still going on. That they've somehow got him propped up. Using the magic of Hollywood, they got they've got him attached to some rod that's holding him up. My name is Joe Biden. I'm a Democratic candidate for the United States Senate. Oh, bless your heart, Joe. Bless your heart, Joe. His his town hall was supposed to go on 90 minutes or so. If you have watched either one of these town halls tonight, if you did watch President Trump's and here in San Diego on at least on local NBC seven, they're not playing it until 8 p.m. I'm not sure if they played it live here on CNBC or not, but I would love to hear from you. 888-344-1170. I can tell you um, just some of the highlights of so far that I'm I'm hearing that Savannah Guthrie on NBC, Chris Wallace, uh, my president, and interrupted him constantly, not letting him finish a sentence. Um, so I've heard that, uh, I, uh, in terms of Joe Biden, a few of the things that we heard, uh, that he said is that he is committed to raising taxes and that will affect everybody. Uh, he is, he's committed to, uh, or said that he would, uh, do a, a vaccine mandate. I know my man here ain't going to like hearing that as well as he refused to give an answer Again, once again, on court packing. So those are your two choices. What's dueling tonight is really the Communist Manifesto versus the American Dream is really the Communist. Neither one is put to a song. But think about think about these choices put to music for the dueling pianos. The Communist Manifesto versus the United States Constitution. Those are your choices. 888-344-1170. There's breaking news coming out of the Hyden Biden being covered by the Lion Media stories with Hunter Biden. Matt Boyle from Breitbart's going to be here to talk about the media aspects of this story as well as the scandal itself. And uh, again, 888-344-1170 if you want to chime in. Follow me on Twitter at Andrea K. Show. I'm on Instagram at Andrea K. Show. People are starting to email me 
with all kinds of ideas, at, uh, you can email me uh, at go to andreakshow.com. All that being said, my man, I don't know if he got to see any of uh, these dueling town halls tonight. Maybe he can be, while I'm talking to Matt in a little bit, he can be perusing to see what comments are coming our way. And, of course, I'm talking about DJ Potato Skins. DJ Potato Skins. DJ Potato Skins. Did not come this far to overcome this much and fight this hard, only to surrender our country back to the depraved Washington swamp. Yeah, not going to do it. I haven't seen any of the uh, town halls, but I will tell you it, what you just pointed out right there, what Joe said with the mandated vaccine. I mean, that is pretty much the epitome of both campaigns. Trump says, if you want it, great. If you don't, you're not going to be forced to take it. And Biden, it's just like, we know better. It is communism versus freedom. Those are your two choices. You listen to everything about Joe Biden and what he's talking about is permanently turning America into what we are experiencing in San Diego County and all other and all the other counties and states run by Democrats. Gavin Newsom literally said, I've got California on a dimmer switch and I can roll up the economy and turn it off in a moment, according to the flick of my wrist. This is communism that we are experiencing here and everything that Joe Biden is talking about is communism. And the reason why he won't answer about packing the court is because he doesn't want you to know that that's exactly what he's going to do, that what they will do is they will put forth all their legislation in the form of forced centralized control on us. Marxism on steroids, well, they will control uh, every aspect of our lives. This, this is the same party. You suburban women that supposedly don't want to support President Trump. Why? Because of abortion? Because you believe that with the Democrat Party, you get to make a choice about your life? Did you just listen to what Joe Biden just said? Don't tell me that you care about your choice over your body and vote Democrat. Because let me tell you, these are the people that are not going to allow you to make any choice whatsoever for your life. They will force you to have crap injected in you. You have no idea when they stick that needle in your arm what's being injected in you. But even if you believe in it, it should be your choice. They want to control every aspect of our lives in terms of if you're a business owner. I know that people want to argue that it's not communism unless they they have the pink slip. If they control the means of production through regulation and through taxation, if they are at the point where they can tell you you're not allowed to open your doors, they own the means of production. It's communism. And I'm disturbed to hear people that are supposedly Republicans like Dana Perino today saying she's so concerned about the economy and these questions tonight at, at, at Trump about, you know, this relief bill, relief bill, relief needs to come in the form of freedom, in the form of businesses being opened, in the form of people going about their lives. There's there's no economic cure in the form of increasing our debt by paying people to stay at home, lady. That's insane. It's not going to fix the problem. It does. It, it's only going to make it worse. You're talking about wanting people shut inside permanently, in perpetuity, collecting checks from the government. For how long, lady? When does it end? At what point? I said one, I was one of the first people who said early on, what's an acceptable number of people to die? Couldn't get an answer. It was cruel of me to ask. Well, the government can't stop in anybody from dying of, you know, um, malaria, typhoid, whooping cough, any of the third world diseases they're bringing across the border in these caravans. They can't promise you they're going to keep you from dying from the flu or coronavirus. So Americans are going to die. What's an acceptable number? Well, one is too many. That's crap. Don't give me that nonsense. That's the kind of crap that fits on on a bumper sticker. 
We do not shut down and destroy the lives of 330 million people under the guise of some arbitrary number that nobody can quantify. Didn't shut down over swine flu. No, we didn't. I doubt that either one of these uh, these town halls discussed in any way. I hope President Trump worked it in about what's going on. And these breaking news story today about Joe Biden and Hunter Biden. But 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 you know what I'm going to say that. I was really going to open with that. There's two there's two tracks to that that blockbuster story. One is the corruption going on that you played that clip of President Trump talking about, you know, they tried to do everything they could to get rid of me. But I'm going to I want to come back to 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 drain the swamp. He the swamp would have been drained if he had had a party that that stood by him. Joe Biden is the epitome of the swamp. He has no business running for president of the United States. He should be in jail. Where Billy Barr, where are you? So there's there's actually three tracks to the story with Hunter Biden. One is the media. And yes, today, Ted Cruz and Josh Hawley came out and said, we are going to drag Twitter and Facebook in before committee. We're going to get answers. We're going to subpoena them because this is electioneering to have Facebook and Twitter, these social media publishers controlling what Americans are allowed to see and what information they're allowed to have. That's fine. But where is your and and I applaud that because the media aspect and the media's coordination with the Democrat Party to and is ultimately one aspect and way that they've controlled the elections. And that's also how they're enabling the Democrat Party to usher in their Marxist schemes. But where is that same indignation? Why did the Republican Party, not the second why did they support some special prosecutor? Where were they in hauling in? Why haven't they hauled in? That when we first started hearing this crap about Joe Biden and what he was doing with Hunter Biden, which we've heard about for a long time, why didn't they go immediately to the microphones then and say, you know what? We're going to subpoena Hunter Biden and we're going to drag his butt in. Years too late, guys. Yeah. So we've got a DOJ problem here, too. President Trump, as I said last night, was in the middle of being impeached when he's trying to stop coronavirus from coming here. He was in the middle of being impeached over a, over a quote, whistleblower story that was accusing him of doing what Joe Biden is on record doing. And we've had no investigation. Ted Cruz and Josh Hawley, my friend Jeff Phelan, called in last night and said, Josh Hawley's a hero. He's not a hero to me because all he did was come out today. He didn't mention a word about Joe Biden. Today, I didn't hear him. I didn't hear him outraged over the scandal that was Joe Biden. No, there, there's rightful, righteous indignation over these media outlets today. But there's not there's. Oh, well, we don't know if these allegations are true. Are you kidding me? You the, the depth and the breadth of these emails, the details of them. And of course, the Biden campaign's not even denying that these emails are accurate. What they've said is that that, that his records don't show that the meeting actually took place. Well, of course it didn't show that it took place. What do you think that they, that his staff was going to do? You think his chief of staff or, who, or secretary who records his his meetings his meetings is going to write in the calendar? Okay, um, tomorrow, uh, Vice President Biden is going to meet with the head of Burisma um, because uh, you know there's no other explanation for why Burisma gave his crackhead son an eighty thousand dollar a month gig. This is the reason Biden's going to meet with him tomorrow uh, regarding the influence peddling don't peddle crap to me we know what's gone down here where's where's the calls today 
for a special prosecutor. Where is the calls today for Joe Biden to immediately be taken off the ticket that given these revelations, he has no business running for president of the United States? I'm past the point of a break. When we come back. We're going to bring in Matt Boyle to talk about this and more. So stay tuned. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. You're listening to the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. Okay, so we've got these dueling town halls, and I was looking at uh, comments, and conservatives are complaining about Savannah Guthrie, and it's like, well, what did you expect? You surprised? You surprised she interrupted him and she badgered him about QAnon and did the same gotcha questions about seven hundred and fifty, you know, dollars in taxes. You know, um, some people are saying that you know Trump, you know, let her get away with this kind of stuff. Well, you know, he chose to go there. I, you know, I in some ways I think it was a brilliant move on his part to go there tonight because the celebrities were hysterical that uh, NBC invited Trump to go do a, a, a competing town hall against ABC. Well, that says a lot of things. First of all, it says that celebrities still think America cares uh, when we don't. It was clear that it, a while ago that celebrities have no impact whatsoever on elections anymore. They they invested so much money to try to make Stacey Abrams governor of Georgia, and it completely backfired. Uh, second of all, the fact that them saying that proves that the expectation that everybody knows, without even having to have a conversation about it, that the media has been coordinating and in the tank for the Democrat Party. If they're shocked and outraged that NBC invited Trump on in a dueling town hall that would take attention away from Joe Biden. The fact that they're outraged by it says everything about what they understand the media's role has been uh, for the Democrat Party. Did you have something you wanted to inject in there? No, I just I, I just totally agree with it. People have I have as much as I love the entertainment community, I could give a you know what about what any of them have to say in politics. That's not why I watch their movies. That's not why I'm entertained by them. I, I don't care. Yeah, nobody cares anymore. Um, I can't even get my old entertainment reporter to do entertainment segments anymore because nobody cares about you. In terms of Trump, I do think it was brilliant for him to go. Uh, at the same time, I think that he should be courageous. Ab- he, he, it, it, absolutely, and it was it was smart for him to do. One of the reasons why he went was because uh, the commission for debates, which is obviously completely in the tank. The Rep- I have been I have been complaining about this since before 2012. The Republican Party just allows this commission to run roughshod on them. They always negotiate with you know like like both hands tied behind their backs and basically allow. This, the debate commission to roll all over them with quote moderators like the Steve Scully guy who had who came out and admitted he was the, supposed to be the moderator of tonight's what was supposed to be a debate tonight. He got busted for tweeting to Anthony Scaramucci, which is, you know, been on the outs from the Trump administration, who's anti-Trump. And um, he pretended that his Twitter account was hacked. He's admitted that he lied. Um, and I was like, uh, one of my comments today was, well, of course he lied. Are you surprised that he lied? Look who we had vouching for him, Chris Wallace. And, we, you know, what? The, and there's a, it's absolutely clear tonight that after Mike Pence won that debate, in spite of the fact 
that every one of these non-debates, they're not debates. A debate is people getting to go back and forth and actually debate the issue, not sit there and have, you know, one candidate be, be you know, given answers and being fed false narratives against their opponent in order to have them win. Yeah, the second there's back and forth, the moderator, no, no, you, yeah, they you, interrupt it. You stop. These aren't debates. Um, so they pulled the plug on this and said because, you know, uh, that it had to be virtual. They, they could have waited. No, instead, they pulled the plug on, on tonight's debate, and which did a disservice to the American people, m- many are saying. I don't think so, because the reality is, is you, if you're going to continue to have these people like Scully, uh, Chris Wallace, Savannah Guthrie, these people in the tank that are going to that are going to give Biden a pass in, a, uh, you know, um, George Stephanopoulos, supposedly in, in Biden's town hall, is just letting Biden talk for 10 minutes at a stretch. Savannah Guthrie interrupting Trump couldn't even get a sentence out. Um, what is the point? I think Trump did a good thing in terms of thumbing his nose into the debate commission saying, I'm not going to show up under your terms. It's not fair. Um, but I, I think what he shouldn't have done is he should have said, OK, NBC, I'll go to your outlet, but I'm not going to have Savannah Guthrie. I want somebody who's independent, who's not um, maybe uh, associated with a TV outlet. Yeah, he should have demanded that. He should have demanded somebody that de- somebody that doesn't work for NBC come and sit in and ask the questions, or say, "Okay, I'll come to your and I'll come to your town hall, and I'm going to have you guys get to pick um, half the people who get to come and and raise the questions, and then I'm going to have um, this other media outlet here pick." Or we're or or we're going to do or we're going to have some kind of raffle. He needed to take control over it because um, this is too important. The, it, it, for, it, I watched his answer on the taxes. I, I didn't hear him in that answer. I would I would have said, why are you asking me about seven hundred fifty dollars when you know the breaking news today is how Joe Biden, the emails that went back and forth. Like today's today's batch of emails included emails going on between Hunter Biden and a Chinese operative where he was going to get ten million dollars just for introductions. And then there was conversations about whether or not they could then get additional contracts with 10 percent going to the big guy. Well, who do you think the big guy is? It's Joe Biden. Why was that not worked into that answer? So if Trump's going to go to these things, then he needs to tighten up his answers. He needs to redirect, not get defensive. He cannot. And and the answer is, why aren't you releasing your taxes? Be straight to the American people and say, there's not one person who's asking for my taxes who would understand them if they read them. This is nothing but a ploy for 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 um, experts to sift through to find something that they can mislead the American people on. I'm audited every year. I'm in a perpetual audit. If the IRS found anything that I'd done anything illegal, I would have already been hauled in. Why are you not asking me if he gets asked about QAnon? Uh, you know, why are you asking me about QAnon? When we have the greatest scandal in the history of the United States with the Obama administration illegally spying on my campaign. Why are you asking me about QAnon when you're not asking me about that? I think sometimes he plays too nice because it speaks to his character. And I, I, I think he just needs to fight fire with fire. Absolutely. Well, I think he I think he's wanting to be nice and he's wanting to give answers to these things. And he, but he's fallen into a trap and he's wasting incredible opportunities. You know, um, you know, I was thinking today we've got t- Twitter and Facebook that are shutting down electioneering by by not allowing breaking news stories. The New York Post has the sixth largest readership in the country, I heard. I think I heard that from Ted Cruz today. And Twitter and Facebook are telling you, you don't deserve to know. 
What does that sound like? Remember when Joe Biden was asked the other day, don't you think the voters deserve to know what you're, whether or not you support packing the court? No, he, he said. said no. He said no. Well, you know what? They also don't think that you deserve to know anything at all that has to do with his use of the vice presidency office in coordination, in collusion with foreign governments to pack the pockets of his family members. That should have been what tr- every answer of Trump's should have involved that. Oh, you're asking me about QAnon? Why aren't you asking me about Joe Biden and, and Hunter's emails? Over and, and, over, and over, over and over and over again. And I don't want to hear that the American people don't care about this. You're dang right they care about this. And if she were to say the American people don't care about this, I would say I was elected to drain the swamp. This is exactly the kind of corruption. You're asking me, Savannah Guthrie, whether or not I supposedly owe some foreign entity or some foreign government money. Yet you, you know, where is NBC today? And demanding you should, in fact, you should have wanted to cancel ta- the town hall tonight and drag Joe Biden in here and, and demand answers from him on this. If you care at all about corruption, absolutely. The American people care about this. And even if only five Americans cared about this, those people deserve answers. We cannot have a president of the United States whose whose entire family has been on the dole to communist China, Ukraine, S- Central America, the Middle East. We cannot have this. They're telling you you don't deserve to know. We What have we been hearing of these Amy Coney Barrett for days now? It's not normal. It's not normal. It's not normal. Trump should have said, you know, what are you talking about? It's not normal. What's not normal is a Democrat sitting president launching an illegal spying campaign against the opposition party. That's not normal. It's not normal for a sitting Democrat president and have his FBI cover up the crimes of a secretary of state. The crimes involving the Espionage Act, crimes involving her own pay-for-play scheme. It's not normal to have to have gone after a general who is innocent and done nothing wrong just so that you can then try to unseat a free and fairly elected president from the United States. That's what's not normal. What's not normal is, and he should have called out the media tonight, because it's, today's media story, the collusion, the electioneering of the media with Twitter and, and Facebook, is only one piece of the puzzle. I'm old enough to remember the WikiLeaks going back into 2016, which showed uh, John Harbach, I think his name is, and all these. We all remember finding out that Donna Brazile fed town hall questions to Hillary Clinton. There was a lot of coordination that was going on with all the media outlets in the Hillary Clinton campaign and the Obama administration and the Obama State Department, all to get the story straight to cover up Hillary Clinton and the email schemes. We know how the media partnered with Jim, Jim Comey and the rest of them and the FBI and the DOJ. The only people that they could find that would print that steel dossier story was BuzzFeed. They shopped it around and shopped it around. They went and lied to the FISA courts and pretended that stories that they had planted in the media were independent sources that they could use to illegally spy. And if I can sit here and regurgitate all this, why couldn't Trump tonight to Savannah Guthrie? I started the show by talking about what's at stake. We, we are Michelle Bachman, who didn't get any support from the Republican Party years ago, who said that the Muslim Brotherhood had infiltrated our government. She was run out on a rail by the Republican Party, gave a speech yesterday. And she when she said that if Joe Biden wins, we will have a Marxist government installed within 100 days. Got any doubts about it? And then they'll pack the court and then it will be permanent. Because these are unelected kings, philosophers, as Ted Cruz said, who would be issuing decrees over 330 million people permanently. We're going to take a break. We come back. We are going to bring in my buddy Matt Boyle from Breitbart.
Want more Andrea K? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And like her Facebook fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. You're listening to somebody who tells it like it is. Andrea K on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. Glad to have you guys with me. Whew. I worked it out. I exercised my demons in the first two segments. Got to give my voice a little break here. So I'm glad that a, a friend of mine is back on the show to, to uh, help us delve a little bit deeper. There's just so many different facets to what's going on with this breaking news. There's the uh, with uh, Hunter Biden and uh, Hyden Biden and the Lion Media cover for him with the emails. There's the media track of it. There's the scandal itself in terms of what he was doing with Biden, Inc., as well as the uh, lack of any DOJ interest, in my opinion, in the story. So joining me now is Matt Boyle from Breitbart, who always has the answers. He goes deep, deep into the stories, and he's here, and he joins me now. Hey, Matt, welcome back to the show. Andrea, it's always a pleasure. Thanks for having me. All right, well, before we get into um, the crackhead saga, um, the town halls tonight, I, um, I, 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 the little bit that I watched of President Trump, I, I felt like he missed some opportunities. I don't think he, I don't think he, you know, killed himself in any way, but I'm hearing a lot of conservatives. I don't know if you watched it, in other words, and if you've got any, any analysis you want to share. I'm hearing, seeing, reading a lot of tweets from conservatives that Savannah Guthrie, Chris Wallace, him, and I thought, well, you know, what do you expect from Savannah Guthrie? Well, I mean, I think the president did as good as you can do in an NBC town hall. It's clearly rigged against him, uh, whereas Joe Biden had uh, Bill Clinton's former press secretary, <laughs> George Stephanopoulos, lobbing him softballs throughout the course of the evening in a clearly rigged for him town hall over on ABC. So the the uh, I think the contrast was pretty clear. President Trump held his own. He did very well. Um, I, I was kind of going back and forth between the two of them. I wish they were going to actually debate, but we don't have a fair and honest commission mm-hmm. on presidential debates anymore, as evidenced by Steve Scully being suspended indefinitely by C-SPAN. Uh, he was supposed to moderate the debate that was supposed to happen tonight in Miami, but that debate was obviously... Um, uh, uh, canceled because you know, Steve Scully was lying uh, about uh, Clint falsely claiming his Twitter account was hacked, and now he's been suspended indefinitely by C-SPAN, which is a really sad uh, uh, occurrence. But uh, so, uh, I mean, look, I think that overall the president really handled himself well, and I think that Vice President Biden lacked a, a depth, uh, any depth on serious issues. He, did, he clearly showed that he's not prepared to lead the country, uh, and, and you know, uh, uh, on everything from the coronavirus pandemic. Joe Biden doesn't have the answers on this, right? People cannot trust him. Look, when Joe Biden was vice president, he was in charge of responding to the swine flu pandemic in this country. More than 60 million Americans were confirmed to have contracted the swine flu. Uh, his own chief of staff, Ron Klain, came out and said that it was a fortuity. It was luck, mm-hmm. pure luck, that uh, it was not one of the greatest mass, ca- mass casualty events in the history of this country. And that's because they got lucky in the the, the, um, the fatality rate for uh, swine flu, uh, the Joe Biden swine flu, was far less than the mortality rate uh, and the fatality rate uh, for the coronavirus. So if Joe Biden were uh, applying his same pandemic playbook to the coronavirus that he applied to 
the swine flu, uh, we would see millions of dead Americans. And it's it's truly unfortunate. Mm -hmm. So I think Joe Biden demonstrated that he's uh, unprepared to deal with that. Uh, And again, I got a chance to speak with the vice president, Mike Pence, who leads the coronavirus task force about exactly this. This past weekend, we went down to Florida, to the villages and to Orlando. um, uh, And uh, the vice president laid out all of that stuff for for me in an interview. Uh, again, uh, you can't trust Joe Biden uh, to for, with your public health. You can't trust him with your national security. You certainly can't trust him with the economy. And I think he demonstrated that again tonight. Yeah, you know, um, you know, Florida. Uh, the one, and I don't want to spend too much time on this because I, I want to get your perspective on on the scandal and how deep you think it goes and how many legs. Uh, it might have uh, with this the Hunter and Joe Biden emails, but I'm I'm hearing every day it's a new reason we're supposed to panic about uh, President Trump in Florida. We're supposed to panic about the seniors, and in the Upper Midwest, we're supposed to be panicked about suburban women. Tell me your perspective and your your tracking, and you you always been dead on about this. Where where are those two voting blocks for Trump? Well, first and foremost, with regard to the email scandal, with the, uh, uh, this is no longer a, a Hunter Biden scandal or another distant family member or something like that. This is a Joe Biden scandal. The Democrat nominee for president is directly implicated in financial uh, 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 malfeasance by members of his own family. And this is a, a matter where... Uh, every single policy matter when he was vice president of the United States that Barack Obama put him in charge of, from Iraq to Central America to China to Ukraine, every single time Joe Biden was put in charge of something, another family member pops up. So whether it's one of his brothers, whether it's his sister, whether it's his uh, his son Hunter, whether it's his uh, son-in-law, uh, and they always kind of find a way uh, to monetize it at the expense of the United States of America. Uh, and so and now we, we learn that Joe Biden himself has lied about this to the American people for years. Mm-hmm. He claims he's claimed that he had nothing to do with this. Well, no, it turns out that, yes, he did. According to these Hunter Biden emails that have surfaced in the New York Post, Joe Biden actually took a meeting at Hunter Biden's request with the head of uh, uh, with senior officials from Burisma, uh, which is the natural gas company there. And so, um, uh, again, this is at the White House. And so now Joe Biden's campaign's denial of this is a non-denial denial. Mm-hmm. All he says is that they reviewed their official schedule and that no meeting showed up on it. Well, I can tell you, we've already found... Uh, a half dozen examples of meetings that Joe Biden took that were not on the quote-unquote official schedule. I can also tell you, I've personally met with the vice president, the current vice president of the United States, multiple times. I'm not on his official schedule anywhere. Mm -hmm. Uh, I've met with the president of the United States multiple times. I can tell you, I'm not on his official schedule anywhere. Uh, There are plenty of meetings that the presidents and vice presidents take that are not on the quote-unquote official schedule. So that claim from the Biden campaign in response to this bombshell smoking gun story is a lie. Now, as to your other question about those key voting blocks with regard to seniors and suburban women, I think seniors are looking at this and saying they're they're looking at Joe Biden's failure uh, to handle the swine flu and the, uh, the fact that he plagiarized the Trump uh, plan uh, and the fact that he um, 
uh, everything that he offered is uh, uh, a day late and a dollar short in that it's all the same stuff that Trump had already gotten going, whether it be the Defense Production Act, whether it be uh, certain uh, mitigation strategies, whether it be, uh, you, uh, you know, uh, engaging the private sector uh, to make various things that we need to respond to the pandemic, whether it be uh, 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 any of these other things. But it's also not as good as what President Trump did. Biden's still opposed to travel bans. Biden didn't block travel from Mexico when the swine flu came. He never did. Uh, he, he, he was opposed to the travel ban from China and from Europe. Uh, so Biden, like I said, it's a day late. And it's a dollar short uh, from what President Trump uh, had to put forward on on the coronavirus. And people are starting to realize that what President Trump did, he kept it, 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 the current number of cases of coronavirus in this country, uh, you know, seven or eight months into this pandemic is under eight million. OK, mm-hmm. when Joe Biden was vice president and leading the response, just like Mike Pence is uh, to the, the, uh, in response to coronavirus, when he was leading the response to the swine flu, 60 million people mm-hmm. got it. And again, uh, so how do you think he's going to do any better on this, especially when he doesn't offer anything different from President Trump? The only things he is offering are things that Trump already did. Mm-hmm. And he's not mm-hmm. even offering everything that Trump did. Well, yeah, so and he's split any sense. It, mm-hmm. uh, well, I was just going to say Andy's flip-flopping because I think I read on Breitbart today. Now, remember in, in an interview about a month or so ago, he, he was asked, well, if the scientists, you know, if they tell you you got to shut things down again, will you? Oh, yes, I will do a national shutdown. Now, I, I think I read on Breitbart earlier that he's backtracked off of that and said, I'm not the one who said anything about locking down. You know, so, I mean, he's constantly trying to flip-flop, you know, because he, he's now realizing that, you know, um, the American people want the America to be reopened at this point. You know, they're, they're, the Fauci is still trying to push shutdowns with positivity rates, and that's the game the left is trying to play. And the American people want to be reopened. You've got Florida that's 100% reopened at this point. There's no excuse for it. Getting back to this Hunter Biden, you know, my understanding is we've just scratched the surface on these emails and what we found out. You know, every, you know, today, uh, 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 supposedly in addition to this China story that he was getting $10 million just for, for introductions. Then he wanted another layer of contracts. He actually set up an LLC for that. 10% was supposed to go to the big guy. Then I also heard tonight, in addition to that, that there's emails that were very specific that were like, hey, here's what you're, here's what we want in exchange from you, Hunter Biden. We want officials from the United States government to come here to Ukraine and to speak positively on, on behalf of Bar- and run interference on our behalf legally. And lo and behold, who shows up there in Ukraine but Joe Biden? And then it was only about five seconds later that he got the prosecutor fired. You know, what else do the American people need? How is he even running for president at this point? The smoking gun evidence of a quid pro quo. Uh, This is exactly what they accused President Trump of. But they didn't ever prove because President Trump didn't do it. He had a perfect phone call, as he would, as he will say, uh, with uh, the president of Ukraine, uh, uh, Vladimir Zelensky. Uh, the uh, Joe Biden did what they accused President Trump of doing falsely, and then impeached him over with false, uh, 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 without the, uh, without ever demonstrating that he did something worthy of impeachment. But mm-hmm. uh, if, you know, so again, the Democrats, by their own standard, Joe Biden uh, should be impeached as vice president of the United States. Now, look, I don't know, maybe if the Republicans retake the House majority down the road here uh, after this uh, this election, they could go back and impeach Joe Biden 
for what he did mm-hmm. back then. You can uh, impeach people after the fact. But uh, here's the deal. By the Democrats' own standard, Joe Biden committed an impeachable offense. We now have the smoking gun proof. Mm-hmm. It is evidence uh, 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 that that, uh, that demonstrates that Joe Biden was taking meetings, was lying about it to the American public. Uh, and, and again, the question really here becomes what other meetings, what other yes. documents do we not have yet? Yes. Uh, there needs to be a full independent accounting and investigation here. Uh, you mentioned at the top there that the you know, what did the DOJ do? Why, why aren't they doing anything about this? Well, the FBI apparently had this server. Uh, this uh, this uh, mm-hmm. hard drive for for months. And yeah, Chris. Yeah, yeah Chris. Yeah, FBI? yeah. I, I, you know, what is your? Uh, you know, I'm I'm running out of time with you, but I, I don't know if it would be a fatal blow or be harmful to Trump, or if it would be strategic move for him to fire Christopher Ray. He already took a shot across the bow at Bill Barr yesterday and said he may not be stay stay AG. I'm not happy with him. Uh, Gina Haspel is uh, obstruction uh, obstructing justice and not wanting declassification of documents. Um, Christopher Ray's got to go. And, you know, um, we've got to get this information to the American people before the election. Do you think there's any chance that it's going to happen? I don't know if you're going to see the FBI director or the attorney general or the CIA director fired before the election. But, look, here's the deal. If the American people care about transparency, if they care about justice, if they care about accountability, then the – you know, the stakes have never been higher and the choice has never been clearer on Election Day. President Trump is your candidate for justice, accountability, yes. transparency. Don, uh, Joe Biden uh, is your is the is candidate of the swamp. I mean, he, he's already come out now and said that he's going to put all these former Obama staffers back in place if he gets yeah. in there. So if the American people are sick and tired of this and they want to see accountability. Then the choice has never been clearer on Election Day. Well, I think the one thing that was clear, and I've got about 30 seconds left with you, Amy Coney Barrett was such a a brilliant move on President Trump's part. I think he answered the question well tonight again as, oh, you're rushing it through. Uh, No, he's got every right as president of the United States to nominate in the Senate of the same party to advise a consent. I, I, I thought it was absolutely extraordinary what she did. She wrecked those Democrats the last three days. Uh, as Corey Spartacus said today, the goose is cooked. She's going to get she's going to get confirmed. Uh, your thoughts on Amy Coney Barrett in the hearings? Well, wow. What a what a, uh, an amazing pick by President Trump. That was on display this week. The Democrats are disarmed. Uh, they don't even have any response to her. Uh, the, the You know, they don't even have any lines of attack at her. So she's just fantastic. She's going to be a great terrorist uh, originalist on the Supreme Court. Uh, she will be confirmed by the U.S. Senate. It will happen before the election. Uh, and, and, and again, it's another reason why to vote for President mm-hmm. Trump because uh, he's demonstrated his uh, uh, clear clarity with regard to judicial selections, especially Supreme Court justices. Now he's got three, uh, or he will have three after Judge Barrett is, becomes Justice Barrett. But, the uh, you know, again, the Supreme Court is probably the most important uh, thing that uh, people can vote on and because uh, it just has so much importance. And uh, Joe Biden, meanwhile, wants to pack the courts. Mm-hmm. So. Exactly. Uh, you know, it tells you everything you need to know. Well, you've told you've told everybody everything that they need to know tonight, Matt Boyle. And I thank you for that. And everybody needs to get your news from Breitbart. Twitter hasn't shut them down yet. So so snarf it up while you can. Thank you for being here, Matt. I appreciate it. Yep, All right. We're going to take a break. We come back. Did you hear what Miriam Webster did? 
We're going to, uh, after Maisie Hirono and the hearings yesterday, we got that to talk about more. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K A Y E. A K, Dynamite and Address, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, she's on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. Um, okay, we got a lot to get through. Um, like our, our bit of news segments, because my man DJ Potato Skins has, it'll be like our lightning round, man. On fire. Okay, on fire. Okay, so uh, Maisie Hirono, I tweeted out how stoned were, were Hawaii voters when Maisie Hirono got elected. I mean, just crazy. Um, but, he, but uh, you know, as insane as she was in asking if uh, um, Amy Coney Barrett had sexually assaulted anybody, she also grilled her on sexual, um, the, the uh, Oh, there's a, a lawsuit. I can't remember the name of it that they've been bringing up every day in addition to Obamacare. It has to do with gay marriage. And so she, uh, Amy Coney Barrett, had used the term sexual preference at some point. Immediately, Merriam-Webster Dictionary changed it and um, to make it to say that sexual preference... Um, let me see if I can find it exactly. They basically defined sexual preference as something that is considered to be... a. a, a offensive to people um that's not even a definition no i love that miriam webster is now political well yeah but that's not a definition i i re in fact i read it over and over again how they changed it they didn't they didn't define sexual preference no they gave a social commentary they basically what they said was the term social preference is considered offensive because it implies that people have a choice as to as to who they want to have sex with that's not a definition so, you know, and this is you you look at everything that all the laundry list of ways in which the media has has interfered in our elections by controlling minds and controlling the message. And that's exactly what the dictionary did. Now, let me tell you, if you're a conservative parent and if you want your kid to go look up a term in the dictionary, pull one from 1970. Yeah, don't use the current version. Don't use the current version. OK, another story is that. um I, I think we already touched about this, how Gavin Newsom is continuing to make it harder to reopen. He's got his health equity Yeah, there were some, some, more, some more deets there, but I, I, I hate his new, his new measuring stick. Well, yeah, because basically the whole county can't reopen if we've got one community that is, you know, supposedly got more minorities in it and their positivity rate is higher. That was never how we, these shutdowns were supposed to be built. It was supposed to be about flattening the curve just to make sure our hospitals weren't overloaded. And now we've got these dictators like ted cruz described as king's philosophers in robes issuing decrees that are unconstitutional the difference is is that at least when it's in the form of an elected official we we can do something to get them out of office we must recall gavin newsom we must recall gavin newsom um you can go to uh recall gavin I think that's the website you need to go to. Recall, recall Gavin 2020, right? Yeah. Well, just, if you Google Recall Gavin Newsom, it will come up. It's RecallGavin2020.com. RecallGavin2020.com. Um, I, I think that there's an opportunity to get him out of office. I, and it's really getting some steam in the later months. Download it, sign it, share it. Yes, absolutely. In terms of stimulus, I think Trump did a good job. He's He set himself up to be the hero. He said, he said, go big or go home. Nancy Pelosi's willing to let people starve and get nothing. And Trump's out of it. He's the hero. Um, so I, I like how he handled that. That was our other bit 
Colorado News. And uh, we will be back tomorrow night, Friday, 6 p.m. Pacific time. Peace out. Love you all. Come to the